Let's shoot Sounds from good. the hip, guys. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Have you um, done uh, the backup you, thing? Uh, it's on. I checked out. Nice. Uh, uh, I sound great. And for the producer, good to know, I haven't prepared a brew that or screw that segment for this episode because we're not talking brews today at all. So I figured, like, <laughs> uh, fuck it. Maybe I have some brew there. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it for the. So, yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, okay, so I Google brew that or. <laughs> can I ask ChatGTP? Yeah, yeah, do that. You want do to that. check us out some of the pre-modern or old school decks in Finland? <laughs> there was a big red. Hey kids, it's me, Seb. Today we'll be talking about Magic the Gathering, a great card game that got invented in 94, 93 maybe, I don't know, back then. This is Constructing Old School Magic Monster. Anton, I believe I have you over there. I'm here. To my, to my right, to my left, to my left. Yeah, yes. your upper right corner in this. My virtual chat. left. Yeah. Uh, and who do we have uh, beneath us? Well, <laughs> today we're we're talking old school premodern and invasion block drafts. So uh, we're skipping some lobster con content because all the other podcasts are covering that. So we're we're heading to to Europe. And uh, last weekend we had a we or they had a great event weekend in Finland, Tampere. The Discord mod pro himself, Erka Juste. Just, I don't know how to pronounce Something it. Like that, Something yeah, like that, that's, yeah. That's he's, with, he's with us, so welcome, Erka. Yeah. Hello. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Seven Anton. Thank you. It's Kippis. 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 Great so to be here. For, for the listeners, we're drinking, yeah. we're drinking beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a drink because I didn't go to the Systembolaget, or Alko, yeah. as it's called. Well, in, we can uh, actually Finland. get proper beer from the supermarket here, so... Is it? Yeah, but they close they, they close down the blinds after a certain time, right? Yeah, the alcohol closes down at 9 p.m. as well. So no alcohol mm. after 9 p.m. Out like take away alcohol. Yeah, most yeah. stores close. Yeah. Shit. And uh, you have uh, what we talked about before we got on here. You have the konventsjuka. The you got yeah, <laughs> you lost uh, your voice and everything. Yeah, I was a bit for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, why Erka might not be up to his top notch in his voice? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a rough. But I yeah. got it like like two weeks ago. I got I was cleaning up the back terrace of my apartment, and it, it was so dusty, and there was so much pollen that I got a really bad allergic reaction, and that's why I basically lost my voice and. And it uh-huh, just got, I thought it was because well, of the tournament. It, was, it got ba- worse last weekend, but it didn't been, help. It didn't for, help. Yeah, four days trying of to be, no? uh, for me, yeah, for me, only three days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, some some small, well, not that heavy due to drinking, but drinking anyways, and yeah. also using my voice to try to, you know, gather the uh, 
audience and whatever when when doing announcements and what whatnot in the bars. So that yeah. takes a toll on your voice. Yeah, it does. So I stepped on, uh, I guess, what you were saying, Anton, when you introduced Erka. Uh, the we're talking about the Fountain of Youth tournament. Uh, was it? Wasn't it the Finnish Nationals also? Oh yeah, no? it, it. We have this weekend coming up. This June, of course, like we had, and uh, we were having the Finnish pre-modern Nationals on Saturday. We locked it up like in maybe Jan- January, February, yeah, and yeah. might remember something about it. Yeah. Not everything. <laughs> me, me, Gordon, and Johnson arrived from uh, from Sweden, but yeah. uh, we didn't need a hotel because we got passive and we slept uh, at his house and bathed yeah. in his bathtub and played pre-modern draft and whatever. It was a fantastic weekend, so yeah. I was bummed out to miss this one, but uh, yeah, next year, next year. Yeah, yeah, we had actually auntie the slaughtering guy mm-hmm. from Discord fame, he came he came into my private messages in in Discord. We all of course talk a lot in, in real life as well because we both live here. So he, he asked me, how about organizing himself old school yeah. in Finland? We 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 were with Auntie, we were in uh Uthren Troll Cup last year. We were of course in the yeah. Euro pre-modern European Championships first and then Uthren Troll Cup. And mm. Then we went to the RV Cup in February. Yeah, yep, February, yep. and and we decided that, damn, we got gotta have some real old school like live play tournaments in Finland as well. Yeah. And Auntie decided to ask me that, hey, what do you think? We're going to have the pre, pre Finnish pre modern nationals on Saturday. How about some old school on Sunday? And we figured out what I was like. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm like hundred percent in. So, so we've been having these these smaller uh, Tolaria tournaments in Finland, like webcam stuff. We have like ten to fourteen, sixteen players in in those once in a while, like every, once in every two months or something. Only so Finnish, only Finnish so, players. Uh, there's, I think there's one like Russian guy who lives okay. in Georgia and the, no. who ran ran like a year ago from Russia, Russia, oh. the other countries, and then. Once in a while, some other random guest guest player, but mostly Finnish Finnish cool. players. Yeah. So we we were thinking, and hey, maybe we can gather like sixteen people, sixteen people for the old school tournament in in Tampere during that weekend. And Auntie Auntie had actually, I think he said he's had psychoanalyst psychotherapy confer- conference or something on Saturday, so he couldn't play the pre modern nationals, but. He was like all in for the old school, and I was like, "Yeah, we have to decide a name for it." And we were like, huh, "What would be a cool name?" Because there's Ivory Cup and Ustintral Cup and um... Chalice and Plague and whatever. Those are just cool mm-hmm. names, and we're like, "Okay, what's a cool card? What we could use like from the landscape of Tampere?" The, actually, mm-hmm. in the city center, like the market, market center market, there's a fountain uh, uh, in the in front of the uh, city building, hmm. so we were okay. Hey, hey, what what can we make out of that? And then, was, hey, dark has fountain of youth, oh, yeah. and that mm. worked just amazingly. Like <laughs> all the art, art and everything, we were like, yeah, that's that's going to be it. And and the card is decent, decent to price for the trophy, and and it's yeah. actually somewhat playable even in the format. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Cool. So yeah. we. Uh... 
we have three events to talk about. And yeah. I, I think we should try to go chronologically or what do you guess? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's, I think that's, that's Because uh, we, we should probably mention for the listeners as well, Ante is the guy who was on uh, talking about Mr. T. So he's pretty accustomed to pre-modern, uh, but he's starting more and more to like be an old school guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, his name will pop, pop up because I do believe he turns 40 this year, right? He, he does. He does. And uh, he likes to draft, so he did a special thing for his to celebrate his early 40s. Or what? what yeah, that? that was kind of the idea. Last year, he, his 39th birthday party, we had this special format mm -hmm. uh, with like Ice Age block, Mirage block, five edition, fourth edition, like that kind of type two thing. Yeah. With with some oh, its own uh, like abandoned restricted lists. It was it was great event. Auntie loved it. People were actually brewing a lot, and it was it was really good. Like you could play some old schoolish and pre modernish decks yep. in it, or combine the both of those worlds. But now this time, Auntie was thinking I got to get something cool for my man cave, so he got an invasion, plane shift, and apocalypse sealed boxes. Yeah, and we actually cracked those open. In, in on Friday, yeah. and Auntie decided, okay, uh, I, I'm I'm gonna do this draft. Uh, it's it cost something like 90 euros per person, but it was all worth it. All worth it, just the gameplay and everything was amazing. Mm. But maybe something about Thursday. Yeah, okay, let's start on Thursday because <laughs> that was Friday. Okay, let's start on the pre pre event. Uh, pre event. Yeah. Okay, so Thursday first. What happened on th Thursday? Uh, I actually, sadly, I had to miss miss most most of the pre-event stuff, stuff. But there was some some of these Italian guys like Valeria and Gemma arriving oh, already on Thursday, and I was firstly supposed to go go to have some beers in Tulen Tulen Gastropub, which is like a Belgian beer mm -hmm. house uh, that has amazing food. We they were playing pre-modern and old school there, and then heading to. Just for the evening, just for the evening, like yeah, after the gastro pub. Yeah, right. yeah. Was that the same pub? We... Same pub as last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was yeah, it, it's a great tu, place. Yeah. Tulenzu. What does that mean? Tulenzu. Uh, wind's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like a literal translation. <laughs> okay. The so, mouth of the wind. Cool. cool. Mouth of the... Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it, so yeah. pre-modern and old school, basically. Just yeah, just like some. Yeah, just practice mm. matches, having fun, casual games, huh? drinking, mm. having food, and then uh, I think it was Felix Felix who came came from Germany. Yeah, Felix Kemmler, yeah. and Posse Posse was there with Gemma and Valerie to pick him up, and they went to the Posse's place and they crashed there. Nice. And then some Tampere crew was. Of course, they're they're also having good time and having other stuff. But anyways, then on the Friday, on the afternoon or, or around midday, I think, uh -huh. uh, Auntie went to pick up Stefan, Stefan Riggs, Stuff Magic, yeah, yeah. Tepic, who, however you know Tepic. him, yeah, yeah, pick him up from the Tampere airport, and they head to head to the Auntie's house. Stefan was crashing also at the Passes place, Passes place in the end, but uh, and Mitya was there as well. At yeah. the boss's place, staying at the boss's place, but he joined us 
during the IPA draft in, later in the evening. So, but anyways, the guys were like a lot of Tupper crew, Auntie, Ste- uh, Stefan, Felix, GM, Valeria. Everyone was like having a barbecue at Auntie's and hot tub, hot tub. Mm, nice, mm. yeah. That's, well, uh, hopefully that's not the, the time machine. But... <laughs> that's the prejudice uh, about Finland, like saunas and hot tubs everywhere. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, everyone has a sauna and everyone has a hot tub in their backyard, apparently, in yeah. Tampere as well. So, yeah. yeah, it's actually kind of funny because <laughs> Auntie has an excellent one. Yeah. And last year we rented one for, for until you guys came out and yeah. we rented one for the for Pussy, but Pussy actually built his own. Yes, of now, course, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he got a, like a one cubic meter of volume of this, uh, like a big tank that usually holds water or something other liquid. And he built a, like a circulation for the warming it up and made a fire pit on the next and he's insulating it and everything. He's a, like just a crazy adventure man. <laughs> so, so what I hear is no one ever needs to like rent a hotel in Tampere. Like everyone just stays at Pasi. He, 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 has, he hasn't covered. He, he has a lot of space. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of room. room. He, he can, like, uh, if his girlfriend allows it, I think yeah. he can take up to, like, eight or ten people in his upstairs. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds That's, good. like, if you're traveling to uh, one of our tournaments, you probably have a accommodation at Passis, and there will be, like, drink, good beer that he brews, good wine he makes, like a berry wines and whatever, and those are usually up for our forests, and we make good food and go good bars and everything, so you, you will have a great time coming to Tampere. Yeah. Mm. You even uh, learned some Spaniards as well. Te- the Techno crew came yeah, also, right? four yeah. guys, yeah. They came yeah. during the IPA draft, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And that's Friday. Yeah, that's We're Friday. At We're at Friday, Friday yeah. yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, go ahead. What what happened at the hypograph? Did it any cool decks or what, what? What's your experience of the whole? Yeah, <coughs> uh, we did it like because Auntie Auntie couldn't get like two full pots. Pots like mm-hmm. we got fourteen people, so we mm-hmm. were brainstorming kind of like both ways that. Uh, how do we want to run this draft? Because kind of playing in a mm. pot of six is kind of like meh. You get to kind of mm. you get to build a deck, but it's not that great of a quality. You don't have that many cards in circulation, and yeah. it's not that great of an experience. And if you play in a eight pot, there's eight pot, six pot, probably eight pot has more fun and whatever. So mm. uh, we decided that the seven pots they are not great because even if the quality will be about the same, but every, someone has always buy. That's no yeah. fun. Mm. Yeah. So we decided yeah. that, okay, we are going to do two seven pots and we are playing mm. four rounds of Swiss, like a cross pots. Sweet, yeah, that's a good solution. Yeah, nice. And that were just perfect. People were like just ecstatic of, about the format. And well, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know IPA draft. It's just like, uh, Pick a color, pick a second one, pick a third, maybe pick a fourth or fifth color. And it's kind of funny because there's no archetypes in that block draft. You just go for mm. the best cards, you pick a color, then you probably want to stay first back in it, then move to another one, splash something already in the first back. Then on the apocalypse, it changes because there's the enemy color pairs, yeah. all the wedges. And then you go and try to combine those and 
Matthew. Yeah, I got to say, like, I this is one of my most fondest nostalgic memories. I, I drafted IP draft like a lot back when I was what 13 14 I wasn't a good drafter but yeah. I did I did draft it a lot and I did I, it with like Yukimon uh, as a wedding gift thing two years ago as a sealed product thing we did but I yeah. gotta say like the thing with invasion block draft is the mana is fucking fantastic so you have like you have all the comes into play tab jewels you have the lair lands you have the enemy pain lands you have like creatures enchantments sorceries what artifacts that fixes your mana so it's it's it, yeah, it's domain domain is the theme of the the block right so you should yeah. play five color up to five color decks and yeah yeah so yeah. I, I do love good mana bases that that's a ground rule for a good draft <laughs> yeah it's it's usually like you pick like three colors yeah which two are always kind of the main colors third is a first support splash. and then you can splash like two Okay. One up to one to like a fourth or fifth color, and uh, what about the mana? I'm not really sure because there's no really common fixing fixing that much, but it's in the uncommon slot mostly, so it it's still you can get there, and uh, usually there there's so few double color cost mana uh, cards that even you can splash even with like one basic land, yeah, yeah some yeah. kickers and whatever. So that doesn't yeah that you can build a like a pretty good mana base in, in the draft. I think the mana base is fantastic. What? I'm shocked, Erika. This is like not my experiences at all. Like you have so many random shit creatures that has this one ability that like, oh, by the way, you can pay one colorless mana to like uh, oh, yeah, make okay. a, a, any color. Oh, like you, you have to work for your mana though, but like you know why I was green. <laughs> yeah. You know why I was green. And uh, yeah, the the pre-modern founder himself also joined this yeah event. yeah yeah Martin Berlin he came on he actually it was pretty funny because I asked him when he was going to come into Finland and he actually had a work conference in Helsinki from like Tuesday to, until Thursday yeah and he was just like a doing tourist stuff from Thursday to until Friday in Helsinki and just then traveled to Tampere Tampere on Friday and joined us from the IPA draft and. Mm-hmm. He he had an amazing week, and he said he enjoyed it a lot. Like a, he could just relax and have a like vacation, vacation yeah. here, and, and everything was. He he just told me on Saturday that everything was like handled perfectly, and he had no stress. He he trust could trust us doing the best best work we can do, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you should handle the European national sometime <laughs> in the future then. <laughs> Yes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, but because because when I hanged out with uh, Berlin and we talked about it earlier, it's just like as long as someone can help out and do that. And this year, Anton, it's going to be the same place as like last year, right? Yeah, yeah, it's in Darmstadt this this year again. But, yeah, same uh, town, but yeah. yeah, it will it it will most likely move next year. Uh, I think uh, th- this was just like to make it happen this year we kept it at Darmstadt mm. but I, I'm pretty sure Berlin also wants, wants to move it next year but, uh, but yeah, I think yeah, that's a decent decision because yeah. uh, Darmstadt is in it's easy to reach yeah. and yeah. it has a good community already in in like mm. there's a Flippy and Mitch and everyone around there Slay J and everyone yeah. Yeah. and I, I, I think the guys are doing great work for the pre-modern scene scene overall so I think it's worth having there Second time. I think Frankfurt is like top three or something largest or like hub airports yeah. in the yeah, whole yeah. of Europe. Yeah, so, fantastic. 
it's like it's London ship or Frankfurt or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so who, who won or uh, who how did it go for you? Uh, for me, <laughs> let's start about the horn. Martin Berlin won. The founder himself, Bora. <laughs> the only, only yeah. one for it. He drafted the yeah. route. I was in the same part. I think we had a bit better quality part in our mm-hmm. our card mm-hmm. pool. And Martin got this weird, like, blue-black control with a small red splash for, like, Terminate and some kickers and whatnot. Mm. But he had, like, a cavern, cavern harpy going on and excludes and repulses and got bouncing stuff and flying all over people. It was like some people were... It's horrible to play against because all the creatures are getting bounced while they're playing. Yeah, Cavern Hark <laughs> is insane in, in the world. Yeah, 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 there are so yeah. many cool, like, enters the battlefield effects. Uh, on yeah. The game, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. I think he, like, almost lost. Was it the finals? Like, the opponent yeah. had, <laughs> like, a Siege Gang out turn three or something? Like, crazy. Yeah, siege, my... gang and... siege Gang is in. No, Siege Gang. No, not Scourge. Siege Gang. Oh. Yeah. But, but yeah, I I don't remember what what it was, but yeah, he, oh. uh, my my friend Hendrik Forsheren played like this red green cow deck or tribal Sweet. with a white with white splash, and he had the god god I can't remember what's the creature that gives protection from all the colors of your permanents to your creatures yeah. or something, oh, and shit. I lost yeah I went three one I lost to him because of that creature <laughs> came into the play two times. Uh, and I was on basically also green, like green, black, red, and splashing a bit blue and white for kickers and stuff. Uh, and he could just like, okay, you have, we have this board still. This guy comes down, gives protection to his creatures <laughs> from my colors and his colors. Uh, he just hits me once and I'm dead. <laughs> Talk about draft bombs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there are but, some bombs uh, in, in the set for sure. Yeah, and, and Henrik lost to Martin in, in basically in the finals. Mm-hmm. And I went 3-1. I, I had this sweet, sweet green, black, red mid-range with uh, what, what's the creature that has kicker and revealed a green creature and revealed uh, like a five-mana creature with two-mana kicker that revealed top cards of your library until you reveal a creature card. You may put that on the battlefield. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, that's a good rare. This was like my first pick and then i had a, like apocalypse booster okay fungal shampler okay i'm taking this oh, and i actually hit sweet. fungal shampler with it <laughs> with it once and upon it was like okay i'm scooping to that uh, that guy huge <laughs> but yeah yeah but i had like a re- really good quality quality creatures like hornet cabos a lot and just bouncing like some random one drops or two drops with it and having more value going on and also bouncing like a cabbie climber trying card again <laughs> everything like that it was it was really sweet and then we had two other like the i was three one henrik was with the cabo tribal was three one martin was four oh then we had the other two three ones with kake uh he's he's also a like a huge pre-modern enthusiast here in tampere and has yeah. been playing in in other tournaments as well and and he went for this like four color control with a couple of layers, good basic land mix, and a lot of it. I think he won like two matches like before he he had decked himself or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like really, really, really tight, tight removal suit. But his creatures were kind of like okay, 
I'm banking most of this on the Latimer Elite or whatever is the kicker uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. The kicker yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes with huge. a, oh yeah, like one one trample kicker eight. Give it, give it like seven plus one wild encounters or something like stupid. And... Yeah, <laughs> you can play it on turn one or you can wait on turn nine. Yeah, uh, yeah. So <laughs> and and Stefan Rieg went went three one with his bug mid range. Yeah. That was like a like Gaia Skyfall doing the most, most of the beating there. <laughs> yeah, he has jungle barrier as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some really sweet cards there. Yeah. God, I want to do this. I so Dante has three pods left. I yeah, he, he he kept. Ooh, sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's make that happen for sure. So overall, how, how out of five stars, how would you rate the IPA draft experience, Erika? It's five stars. It's you five gotta stars. Do it. it's, yeah. It's it's iconic. It's nostalgic, but mostly. It's just a really good draft environment. Yeah. Did did anyone pull Spiritmonger? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, the best pull of the day actually was I pulled Lord of the Undead Foil. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That's a good. That's got to be quite expensive, right? It's something like eighty euros or something. Ah shit. That's as an nice. mint. That's decent. It, it like a year ago, it was like almost 150 euros, mm. but the prices were inside because of the COVID and whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was uh, everyone had like we were went in in safe file, which is a, like an esports bar in in the downtown Tampere, mm. like in as center as you can be in Tampere, and because of the one of the owners is a magic guy who played on the pre-modern nationals actually the next day, mm. and. And he had, yeah, just come here. You can draft. We we reserve your tables here. And we had like the half the bar, bar nice. going on, going on there. Awesome. We had like, uh, we have 40 people drafting. We had technical guys coming in, like four, four Spaniards. And we had uh, pre-modern masters guys coming in, Sweet. like Max Sherbloom, Alex Ivan, and all these guys. Oh, and, oh. and they played some old school cube there with eight people. And we had like, five other guys just hanging around drinking beer and that was like we had like 25 plus guys there but the, the pre-event night is always the best night like the, the the cube the cube night drinking beer and playing yeah. some sort of draft is fucking amazing it's like yeah Day, uh, this is day two actually, but let's yeah let's for me day to, one. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to day day three, perhaps the main event of the weekend and the Finnish Primora Nationals. Yeah, Saturday. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, fifty-four players, five countries. Nice. Of course, most Finns. Uh, few the Spaniards from Technoliga, Valencia, and three Germans, two Italians, and uh, Martin Berlin, of course. Um, one actually, one German had to cancel because because there was some mix up with this flight at the airport that they didn't announce one of the or the change of the port ah, or gate. And then he was like, "Why people are called being on the Athens flight on my gate?" And he was like five minutes late from the no. flight and everything. And but he got to cancel for free his accommodation and everything. So okay. it, it was kind of bummer for everyone. But yeah, that sometimes happens with flights. But we had a we had Mac, 
actually we originally had like an 80 player maximum so we would have taken the whole downstairs and the upper stairs of the bar and cafe okay yeah but then we the it was kind of slow to fill up the slots and we dropped it down to 60 which is the maximum playing slots in the downstairs and it worked great but that's pretty good yeah six days that's six rounds which is pretty decent yeah yeah yeah, we had six so, rounds, so that's that's just no, fine. Yeah, fine, and I think and top eight, of course, on top of it. Yeah, and the and what else? Uh, we organized, of course, food. It mm-hmm. was a buffet with pizza, wings, uh, fries, sweet potatoes, bread, some falafel for the vegan guys, and and salad, and there everyone every it was it was like a huge success for the food part. Every, everyone was that's like, the new normal, yeah, that's right? the new normal, right? <laughs> yeah. Shit, you guys yeah. covered everything. Yeah, but, that's yeah. like, why, why not do this year? People were like kind of uh, other organizing guys, Matthias uh, Hiski in Discord and mm. Kake and Tommy, who is not really in, a Discord guy and Auntie, uh, me and Auntie were like, and Kake were like, okay, let's try this food stuff because yeah. it's easier for everyone. That yeah, the food yeah, is there, fantastic. you can go get the, Eat. You don't have to go outside find a restaurant that you can have actually in time to come back for the next round, mm. and we don't have to start finding players. Where are the players when the round starts? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. that just makes it easier. And 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 Hiski mm. and and Tommy were a bit uh, doubting that if it works here because Finnish players are really, really, really like bad taking in any changes into that. <laughs> you like, a, you know, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. pay for the tournament, get yeah. prize money oh, yeah. thing. Okay. But every, everyone has just given good, like good feedback about it, that there was food, mm-hmm. it was good. Uh, there was enough of it. There was some hiccups with the food service because I was first thinking that maybe we should have it after round three, mm. like around 2 p.m. Yeah, because tournament started, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, like late lunch. Mm-hmm. We decided to have it like after round two. So oh. I, I talked with the restaurant, and they were like, "Okay, we can do it." But in the end, people were after in, in the round two, people play, were playing so fast <laughs> that there was like twenty guys waiting for the food <laughs> at, after twenty minutes had passed around. But wait, in Finland, everyone plays Stasis and uh, uh, and uh, yeah, no, no, yeah, I thought so. Okay, okay. But but Sorry, they were like, yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah. we were like, oh my god, and they churned out the food as fast as they could, and it ran out. And there was they went filled it up when the first part of the players had pretty much eaten, and then the rest of the guys almost all finished their matches around 40, 45 minutes mark. It was like, no, like coming in pretty evenly when like in usually magic tournaments, Uh, uh, matches like finish, uh, not like in certain times, but uh, like in like a little bit at at time. hmm. And we were like, okay, it worked. We extended the lunch break after the round of it four and it worked just fine after it. Some people had to wait for a bit food and, and we had to manage yeah, that. People is... don't people don't go and get more food yeah. before before everyone has already gotten. But there was so the restaurant was like, okay, we have this food like left over after you have all eaten that we can put here and you can eat during the round four or three <laughs> and four. Well, I was like, wait a second, you have more food for us. <laughs> 
nice but, yeah, yeah that I mean, that, that's that's the thing with like six round tournaments then you have some you have some flexibility in ad hocing like adding yeah, yeah. a judge i mean if you have like nine rounds then it's you kind of have to let it move on i guess but yeah you don't get yeah yeah we had like originally planned like a 30 minute lunch break yeah. after the round two so people who are ready earlier can take it during the round and then have 30 minutes more but in the end it's because the round didn't start like at exactly at some like uh 12 40 or something like that it started a bit later and whatever so we gave a bit extra time and we added also 10 minutes to it so but yeah. everything was just fine we started round three at uh 2 p.m mm. and it was just smooth smooth sailing after that sweet yeah um let's get into the the gist of it the magic yes uh because I, I I'm looking at the top sixteen and I see beautiful things. Yeah, I here. know. Oh, Seb, <laughs> this sixteen is so fucking nice. So we have like mono blue. I guess that's uh, no. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, do not just like say that, uh, yeah. This deck is okay. insane. L look it up. So <laughs> it, it's it's like the pauper version of <laughs> mono blue. Where we we, we like, call it fish. Yeah. Yeah. So we have curiosity mm. for drawing extra cards, and we have a bunch of uh, cheap flyers, right? Yep. Uh, basically, with some cycling and some other things that you can do with them, like yep. counter spell, spike, spike tail hatchling. You can counter target yep. spell if you sacrifice spike. it. It's yeah. a force spike, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have sky shroud yeah. condor. It's a yep. so, super sweet. They're like pre delver delver. Yeah, and what I'm seeing here, yeah, exactly. It's pre Dalva Dalva. Yeah. And how does uh, it's uh, maybe we should mention also Juha Ihonen. Yeah, Juha Ihonen, a long time player. Yeah. Like he did well in GPs, and he actually had in Finland had originally legacy name, deck named after him Ihonen dot deck, which <laughs> meant which was basically Buck Landstill. Nice. But he, mm. he's playing pre modern, like already, like five years as well or oh, four years as well and and this is his signature deck he loves it and he did great so, he went four two with it what would you say uh, anton is delvers like uh, the if, if you're playing delver what do you need to make delver tick well you need you need a sheep uh creature right a temple creature yeah. basically and you need a lot of mm -hmm. disruption with counter spells and you need some sort of cantrip suite i guess a xerox shell so uh, yeah you're right uh, yeah i think the trifecta is like yeah it's mono there. denial countering yeah. and just like a bit of tempo right yeah. you can't just sometimes maybe in legacy later on we had some you could maybe play tarmogoyf and stuff like that but basically here we have four wastelands 16 islands and three winter yeah. orbs making Sweet. the uh, making all these uh, you mentioned we already mentioned spike tail hatchling being the uh, four spike here but also the instances we have fort we have foil we have counterspell we have days we have gush yeah. and uh, we have opt uh, it's really nice yeah i mean this say. deck abuses winter so well with gush yeah, and, uh, and days and mm. the words so yeah, yeah yeah and of course there's the curiosity to put on the put on the one one flyer yeah. Yeah. to like 
people don't really want to remove 1-1 flyer, but when it has curiosity on it, they have to exert under Winter Orb and Wasteland yeah. and then run into those daisies and yeah. whatnot. And then you have like a really good time drawing cards and flying over, over the, the stuff. Uh, and then the sideboard we have Blue Elemental Blast, Annals, Hydro Blast, four Master yeah. Quartz, actually. Yeah, you have actually said... <laughs> one yeah. Tormod script. You have actually said that uh, Master Quartz plan was decent, but he's mm-hmm. probably, I think, cutting one, I think he said. But it, I think he mentioned that it won one of, one of the games or matches for him. I clearly want to get into the number one uh, there later on, yeah. but uh, d- any others we want to dive in a bit? Yeah, there, there are some on. really cool decks here, but let, let's just state th- it's a versatile top 16. Uh, mm-hmm. We have uh, Goblins, Terragon, Angry Hermit, we have Sly, we have Landstill, we have Devour combo again. Uh, is yeah. that one of the. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the old three bar. And I want to point out one, one more deck. Yeah. One that won actually at the uh, first of uh, April won the Tampere trial, so he got a buy for the tournament uh, with Food Chain Elves. Yes, yeah. yeah. well, awesome. on, on the on the position twelve there, he did play mm. almost exactly the same list. He had like few few cards changed, yeah. and yeah. and and he he made it to top twelve, uh, top sixteen in 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 the main tournament as well. Yeah, this deck is mm-hmm. so cool. Like it's it's elves, but uh, completely different. Uh, yeah, yeah. Food, food chain is super cool there. And also, I want to point out about the top sixteen. The only two elves players, food chain and survival, made both in the top sixteen. Mm. Yeah, we have the uh, Hypnox making a show yep. there in the food chain. Finally, doing some good work. I guess. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah the, the other else player is no, none less than Pablo Suarez. So, like, yeah. the, the best else player in, mm. in the world, probably. Probably. Uh, who travels mm. around Europe and just keep making top eight with, with his yeah. beautiful foiled, fully signed deck. So, yeah. He's mm. the man. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned we had some goblins, we had Stasis, we had Angry Hermit, we had, uh, well, one land still, I guess, yeah. And actually, actually yeah. about what is the biggest thing that there was actually like five Sly in the tournament and only one made it top 16. Mm-hmm. Last last year's runner-up, Yere Halle kind of made it with, well, again, my burn burn with that we tuned for this tournament. Yeah. And he made it to place 14. So yeah. he did okay, but he said that he wasn't really, really happy with the, how the tournament like... Uh, his draws were in the last two rounds that he actually, I think he flooded a bit in the last match, so he didn't, he couldn't make it for 5-1. Hmm. Yeah, no, it, it, it happens. It, it happens, yeah. 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 And he was just fine, fine playing, of course. Yeah. Enjoyed a lot. Yeah, and then we have uh, Mitchell, who went top 8, he played Parfait. We have yep, the Stas- blue Parfait. Yeah, and we have Stasis, of course. Um, last he- year's top 8 guy, or top yep. 4 guy, Ville Ahtiainen, he made it again. With stasis, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we have a stifle, stifle knot as well, yeah. and and a sweet Terragadon deck with weathered wayfarers uh, among yeah, like mother rooms, seven safekeepers, and terrors and wearers and all that. Uh, so but with the, one, hmm? but the finals, it is this yeah, is so this is such a classic pre-modern finals. It's the Landstill versus the Rock. And the mm. good guys won. 
So, <laughs> Mike Flores, Excellent. one, zero, Finland, you. The Rock, one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I, I made a mistake with the El Puchen Elves. He was the second in the Tampere trial because we gave out two buys. Okay. And the Rock mm. player who won the tournament won the finished the trial in Tampere as well. Okay. He was on the same Rock. Nice. So uh, the, like the, this. I, I think this see. was the second tournament he played Rock ever mm. in okay. pre-modern. Okay. And so the trial uh, he won and and the actual tournament he won. He's a good player. Uh, uh, no no doubt about it. And Rock is he he has played a lot of legacy earlier. He's played pre-modern with blue green madness. Mm. Like the not the survival one or the or like the traditional madness. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. but yeah. But uh, um, he plays he plays classic rock. He has blasted yeah, arms and exactly. eight walls. Uh, only twenty two lands though. But yeah, he's playing one cross and tusker. You know, you see that sometimes. Yeah. Like a it's yeah. a, a while back we talked to uh, Hoyt about yeah. the rock. Yeah, you weren't with us then, uh, Anton. But uh, there's been some minor changes and people go in different directions. Uh, like Phyrexian Rager has been. Yeah. Yeah. Seen yeah. Every now and then. It's not being played here. Yep. Uh, I agree. It's uh, like when you're playing the rock, you would you you're trying to think about the meta, and it's a big tournament, so maybe you need more cards like here. We have two vendettas and two smother for all the lackeys and stuff like that. I guess. Yeah, uh, I think he made a really good call, kind yeah. of setting settling up on this. Yeah, no, like because he's only playing three duresses, yeah. uh, and there's minor, minor adjustment. But basically, uh, I think the rock is good for a big tournament yeah. because you're 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 doing well against Sly, uh, usually. And so if if a lot of people bring Sly to large tournaments because they maybe want to do other stuff than just sit and play every round to time, I guess. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's also the cyber, of course. Uh, there's some pretty. <laughs> I, I've never played like cards like Shoke uh, in Premodern, but <laughs> yeah, he, it's pretty he, cool, he, right? you know, you <laughs> know, the Finnish meta places yeah. blue white land still all over the place. I, I, the blue I was gonna say now. right if there's one country I could actually consider playing Shoke in, it's probably in Finland. Actually, it's like mm. it, it's a good read. And Choke yeah, won the finals game two. No, I d I got to say it. Got to yeah, say it. Okay. Just yeah. a and good, I, good metaphor. I also would like to make an honorable mention of the cyborg card Infest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good against like goblins. Minus two. Yeah, and good against elves, yeah. I guess. Good against uh, what you needed to be good against. Uh, you're already playing uh, like Deeds. Pernicious D, yeah. but that could be a bit slow. And here we see three engineer plagues, but sometimes though those don't do what you like people play around it I yeah guess, right and and goblins can just destroy it but when they overload their board you can do okay infest it kills everything it doesn't matter because yeah. still those power drivers are zero ones under the one of the plague mm. so you, you just wipe the board yep yep but... and otherwise we have the deranged hermit it's only one uh, yeah. but the recurring nightmare for whatever big yeah. creature is yeah. enough right so but and, not uh, notably with this list he doesn't play naturalizes main deck which i think is i think that's purely incorrect i think you should you need to main deck them but didn't matter yeah. yeah he only plays two in the sideboard so like uh it, it's interesting 
Yeah, we we yeah, talked especially about if it. you're only yeah. playing three dresses also. Yeah. So yeah, we talked about it, and uh, I don't know what he didn't really get around the idea of playing disenchant effects in the main. He he hasn't played pre-modern that much lately, so he doesn't really know how to how to figure out the meta and what text what actual the other decks do. So he, I, I think he would just want to be safe and comfortable with the b- so-called boomer rock yeah, that, that yeah. goes, but I would still play at least three naturalized effects in the sideboard if you're not ma- main decking any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, and moving over to the land still that Juni Suvela was yeah. playing, uh, it's a bit like we talked about it's a classic parallax tide a bunch uh, like was it last episode uh, anton you uh, you broke there seb i i didn't catch it okay uh, we talked a, talked a bunch about parallax tide yep. was it uh, last episode but uh, what i mentioned then was it started to make a showing in the uh, landstill decks first i guess yeah yeah yeah, yeah. La- la- like last year my uh, blue white land still deck that actually the guy who won last year finished national pre-modern nationals he was supposed to come and play my land still again this time the instant version that's more tuned to current meta i think than than the tight version is and i he played in the last year he played uh, my version of tight three tights in sideboard yeah i i've never like in land still in main deck main decking tights so, but he couldn't make it out because he actually had a flight from New York to Helsinki, I think, on Tuesday mm-hmm. or Wednesday. But Finner decided to cancel that flight, and he had to stay up in New York, in paid by Finner until Saturday. Oh, so shit. he had, he he was landing in Helsinki like <laughs> two p.m. But yeah, he was kind of kind of unhappy, but happy at the same time. <laughs> but he couldn't make it different mm. his title. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Tide is making a show up, but it's kind of moving the other direction right now. Mm. Again. Yeah, it's interesting. Like uh, Mark Eric Vogt, he, he crushed with Tide and removed Standstill completely. And then the hybrid lists came, and then like the regular list with Brian Selden now, like he won LobsterCon. So it's it's cool mm. to see the different takes on Landstill. Like yes. Yeah. Then here we have uh, one in main yeah. and one yeah. in sideboard yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, any other like things to mention here? It's a regular yeah. blue-white uh, landstill deck, right? It is. It uh, is. With count spells, fact fictions, mono leaks, like one elider tutor is always nice to get a basically get a second card of whatever. Yeah. Right? yeah. With a uh, good toolbox in the sideboard. Yeah. So, I, I don't like it, but people do play it. And one of I I think. One of one off is just fine. Yeah, as a one off, it's fine. I agree. And it's like a mice yeah. and powder keg as well. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Circle of protection. So what? Really, what what really I really like about uh, like the white <laughs> control decks is the humility also. So mm. we have yeah. one in the sideboard and one main here. And of uh, course, the best removal of the format sorts the plushes. Yeah. Wrath of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one, yeah. but still, sorts is just the best. About that, you did pull out a lot of numbers uh, from this tournament. Uh, yeah, wanna... yeah, his his did it. His did yep. it actually. He, he went through the list and, well, of course, the most played card was an island. That's the best magic card in the world. <laughs> mm. and, and as I said, played most played non-land 
sorts of splashes, so many kind of white deck or decks splashing white, like the uh, Stifle Nauts, yep. splashing four swords and all the green white decks and whatever. Yeah. And mm. and what else? It's what is interesting that actually sparked convention. Uh, conversation in discord is the creature top three okay mog fanatic mm. that's obvious it's in sly it's in goblins yeah. and yeah. fire and dreadnought there are there are different kind of dreadnought decks but siege can commander yeah that's, a, that's interesting that's, <laughs> that's interesting. that's because a lot of decks don't play like the same creatures in in general uh, they play different creatures yeah, yeah. not four of yeah like not four of and yeah. like they don't overlap on like a lot of decks don't overlap creatures too much mm. actually in pre-modern which is kind of cool because a lot of different creatures show, uh, see play in pre-modern but siege game commander is always a staple in goblins like two or three pieces per usually three i think but mm. this time we had the big red artifact ramp kind of like a track and track and stomp he made pre-modern oh, yeah. and and he played three siege game commanders so that pushed it up there on top three <laughs> creatures which is really funny. Yeah, yeah it is. Mm. It is. I mean, you have a solid... How many different archetypes do you have? Like 20, 25 or something, it looks like? Uh, let, let me see quick. We have like... Uh, oh, we have like 25 different archetypes yeah. at least. I think almost 30. Five, six. But that's, that's, pre that's pretty... I, I've never thought about it, actually, that like the, the creature suites, it's so like versatile around different archetypes, but it, yeah. it is. It really is. It is. It is. Yeah. Hmm. And then there uh, are so many like creatureless controls and yeah, yeah, and yeah. combos sure. and everything that's yeah. actually like pretty huge. Yeah. And you had like five cipher lots, five goblins, five sly, four land stills, and you already mentioned the top creatures and like top sorceries, Cabal Therapy, Dress, Wrath of God. Wrath of God making yeah. a showing also Land uh, still, for yeah. the third yeah, most that's, that's white pretty weird. card. Wrath of God has kind of uh, surprised yeah. not yeah, to. Yeah, they, but, it was kind but of. But like yeah. for overall, I was surprised not to see a light of two through there. But that's yeah. an instant. Yeah. Yeah, no, for white, yeah. top three played cards by color. The third most ah, played okay, cool. card oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. was Wrath of yeah. God. Yeah, there wasn't too many enlightened uh, tutor decks there. Yeah. Even even the Parfait didn't really play yeah. it, I think, mm. except for the non-Oath Parfait that was Burning Wish Parfait. Mm. And then I think that played like two or three Enlightened Tutors, if I remember correctly. The other two are Parfait Oath, Oath, Parfait Oath, where the blue ones, pretty mm. similar. The other one was pretty similar, what Micha played as well, so... Okay. Mm. But yeah, good good read on the meta by the winner here. Like yeah, the most, yeah, most uh, played card is Island, so let's play Shokes in the cyber. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so cool. <laughs> Bringing it yeah, back. Yeah. I really, love it. Really. I love it. Um, yeah. So we we had the top eight we already mentioned, top sixteen. Uh, any other cool stuff happening during a tournament? Oh, uh, uh, one one story about top eight. This is actually pretty pretty funny. Uh, the eighth players playing goblins on Skoskela and if you want to go and check out this deck pictures I've shared the uh, folder for deck photos in several places, pre-modern group in Facebook, Discord, whatever there's actually a mouse in the picture Yeah, it's his mascot, <laughs> but anyways about Jonas uh, there was another goblins player in, in place 10, Jan Laurelo, I think who made top 8 last year and I might be 
correct, wrong, wrong, totally wrong about it. Don't count on me. Check out the TC decks <laughs> if you want to make sure. But uh, anyways, Jonas was thinking that when I, there was mix up with announcing and everything, and he was really drunk. He he kind of won the MVP award from the Spaniards, <laughs> but of course they can't give it to another guy other than the Spaniard guy. Yeah, yeah, of course, trophy of and everything. Uh, and and he was an honor honorary honorary winner <laughs> winner of it. So he was kind of I was like, yeah, okay, let's turn down for the actual top eight announcement and. Then I started going, okay, Jonas Koskel is going to top eight. And he was like, yeah, I'm top eight. And <laughs> just shouting out. And then Pablo, seventh, Hendrick, sixth, another Goblins player, and, uh, and so on. Uh-huh. And when it was scattered, like, okay, you have like five minutes break, 10 minutes break or something. Let's scatter at the cabinet. We have top eight there. So we uh, relieved the rest of the uh, basement floor for the other other customers from the bar, bar. So we don't tie up space. And everyone can just, who wants to, uh, stay and play can play on the other other space there so when starting up the up the top eight i was like yeah where we are missing one player where's Jonas? and no, everyone's like yeah i haven't seen him around here and and then we started uh, i message him on facebook and he doesn't answer and then kake actually we we have a friend who knows him better yeah. knows Jonas better and and kake actually called our friend who called Jonas that god damn you have to be playing top eight and he was like what 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 I'm in top eight and he was like actually like 10 minutes earlier like shouting yes I'm in top eight <laughs> and he, wow. he actually went to Tu and Su it's like two blocks away the bar the Belgian gastrobub to okay. have a beer and with his friend and he was like yeah there was, oh then I, I did so great but I was 10th <laughs> because there was Janne was with other goblins was in the uh, place, and then when he got the call, uh, actually he was texting already his wife that oh man it was so fun to play the great tournament was so great but I didn't make the top eight I was so happy because I thought I would make top eight and then then our friend calls God damn you have to be playing the top eight. He was like, what? What? I made top eight? And he ran like two blocks. He was like sweating all over and came. And, oh, but he came. He came. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like only five minutes later. And oh, okay. We were like, if we, can, if we can wait like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, if we can call him and get a hold on him, we will wait and get him here. And he, he like ran and we were like, we handed out to top eight these gift cards for the bar. And we were like, Okay, we are going to get Jonas a beer. And he was, oh, there's water and beer already here. <laughs> he was drinking and starting to play. And he, he played the first first seed, Alex Vanen, who was blue-white cyclonaut, went 5-0-1 for the tournament, so undefeated. And Jonas actually won, I think, won the game one okay. on, a, on a, like some really sick line that I don't <laughs> even remember anymore. And... and then and he was just like uh, i don't know what's happening happening and so funny because he told told everyone in finnish that he actually had texted his wife that i missed out on top and i love this tournament so much and it was so fun to play goblins and, and then everyone just shouted out laughing laughing at the top eight through it was so funny it was but he, he's a great guy he's always good in good mood and uh he, he's definitely coming back to pre-modern at least in in finland yeah cool so the yeah. the reception of the whole thing like tone down on prices but add food and um yeah some sweet other stuff like it was appreciated in the end 
Yeah, yeah, and everyone loved loved the prizes. We had the cards, cards for give, giving out cards. We don't do cash prizes. Yeah. We we want to like promote this like community based and friendly friendly event and everything like kind of the old school way. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it is. Because we, and I know there was like this one guy in Finland who always compl- compl- a bit complains about stuff, but that's there's always one, one yeah. or two guys, yeah, yeah. and not if, you can't make everyone happy, and and I'm happy to join everyone's tournament if they want to make like a a bit higher stakes tournament than more competitive. I'm happy to play them. Yeah. It's just that me and Antti and Matthias and Kake and Tommy want to do these kind of tournaments yeah, and yeah. like yeah. like the Mono U. Mono Blue Tempo, the Ferris player, Juha Ihanen said that he actually didn't expect to like this kind of a tournament, but he found that he enjoyed it a lot more nowadays than the old old mm. grind. Let's yeah. call it that. So. Yeah, I'm 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 more hedging towards the like the community spirit. <laughs> I don't know, Get, not such a high stake yeah. uh, environment. Yeah, uh, but. I guess pre-modern can be that, but it can. It usually tend to become more and more, like I don't know, the spikiness of it. And if people start really wanted to win so much that they, not only some people can like hedge, do some weird yeah. stuff, yeah. I guess, and yeah, it's, it becomes a bit. Yeah, I don't really like the taste of that, but I, th- I think a lot of larger pre-modern event actually don't hand out that large price sums anymore it's it's more mm. it's more becoming a norm with yeah, yeah. and uh, whatever some other cool stuff maybe some stores have <laughs> like if they yeah. also like the check in like the check yeah. national so championships yeah. they had like box diamonds or whatever it's yeah, yeah, yeah. price there's mm. because of the shops sponsoring the event and so on and i think that's great because it's a sponsorship so the players don't have to pay for all the prices and so on but we i think we had like decent prizes you had uh, okay yeah, the yeah. top eight yeah of course we had a bunch of players we don't basically play pay the pay any rent for the restaurant because we eat there we drink there we make a bunch of money for them already so they are just happy that they get like all 60 customers there they're drinking mm-hmm. and playing and all, all the day and all the evening evening and so on and uh the first prize mr t Almost the full deck, of course, Mox Diamonds excluded, but a lot of cards for <laughs> yeah, that's it. A, that's such a cool price. I love it. I love yeah, it. Se- second place had Intuition, some can- with some other cantrip suits like Four Ups, like Portent and Accumulated Knowledge and Impulse. And third and fourth place got a got, had uh, got a got to choose between waste set of play- wasteland, mm-hmm. and the other other was a land like a this. Rainbowland package with four City of Brass, four Gemstone, uh, Gemstone Mine, two Undiscovered Paradise, and one Reflecting Pool. Oh, shit, and cool. and then we had fifth through eighth place. It was kind of a weird position because card prices have come up a bit for the old school, uh, like the old frame cards. So you couldn't get a kind of variation when when people could change. But we gave out for everyone in top eight, uh, like the from fifth to eighth. We gave out German uh, libra- uh, silver libraries. Nice. Mm. The black bordered ones. Mm, that's great. Yeah, that's and ninth place got the traditional curse scroll I and also a DC I Psychotug foil. <laughs> sealed. <laughs> sealed. Oh, nice. 
And you, we did you do yeah. the bingo? Stuff? Oh, the achievement. Yes. Yeah, the achievement. Uh, yeah. Do tell do tell the listeners about that because I fucking loved that last year. Yeah, we we actually had it last year. For, of course, first time, first event, and first time. But we we had so much good feedback, and we had so much like exact feedback what we should change and what people didn't like and what they liked mm -hmm. so we could do this a lot better this time they were like mostly achievements that you can actually do during your matches to, in, in swiss and give an then example it, give an example uh let's say a player cracks their own standstill yeah and and and, and then it, the the player who has the slip where it look, says we give we give them like sweet names. I don't remember everything, but again they were like sweet names and and comment like a flavor text and and you know basically kind of like a name, uh, rules text and flavor text like in a magic card. Oh, yeah. And and then it was always like every time it was something like a single event happens or single card is placed or something like that. So it's decently easy to achieve but there's and there's all there was like some multiple of the same but if handed out to different people of course and and when it happens it can happen to eat either of the player in the match so it's not tied to you at all yep. so the, if the opponent does it you get the you can reward it. for it yeah, yeah. Yep. and we had uh, Matthias actually did with Tommy a lot a lot of work on this and 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 we had these again these like a four card packs last year we had a lot of comments and like a staples for the pre-modern like terminates and stuff like that counters counter spells or whatever yeah. this year we had some others like those stuff that stuff like terminates uh, impulses the staples we had the less uh played stables as well but then we had like one pack with karmic guide one pack with uh masticore and then there was some fillers in those, so the every pack was like three cards. So one sleeve, uh, magic face on the opaque side, and that you can see. And people got to pick from the box when they bring a slip, pick out a pick one out of randomly in the box, and they don't never know what they get. And 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 then there was the alliance. Uh, I think Ice Age pack, alliances pack. When there's like Norin and Paladin Limdul and whatever like this. This crazy super friends pack, <laughs> nice. but yeah, people yeah. really loved it, and we had only like we did like hundred, almost hundred of those, I think, not not like fifty, mm -hmm. two for every, almost hundred, yeah. So we handed out like we had only like about ten left. That's an insane amount of work. So you did even two packs for each. Jesus, like sleeps when there was yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, but wow. yeah. Kudos, man. We we spent like hundred euros for the cards. It was not that so expensive. No, no, but no. But when you get lots, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but Michi actually said that they are maybe going to steal that idea for the euros. I'm I'm not sure if they're gonna if I, I'm actually in that organized group and yeah, we yeah. might we might you might yeah <laughs> okay yeah. yeah but he he said that he loved it and he said that yeah of course we are crediting that crediting that thing this thing this thing to you because yeah, yeah. We, we are the first ones to do it and yeah. people just love it every, every it's kind of the spirit everyone gets something or they have a chance to get something you there were actually mm -hmm. some moments where when one player said that i had to choose between completing my achievement or winning the match <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he he chose to win the match. Ah, he did. He did. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, understandable. He was like three one at the point. The prizes that you have, are those for the Sunday tournament, the old school tournament? You have like the original painting? Yeah, those are for the Sunday. We can move to Sunday if you want to. I think there was a lot of stuff from pre-modern already and I think we covered most of it. Yeah, uh, we can briefly talk on, we don't need to get into it that much, but maybe we can, you want to say something briefly about Sunday and especially looking at the prices, the cool setup that you got here. Yeah, so Fountain of Youth opened first of its kind. So we had 27 players, that was like amazing, huge turnout. That's, that's we, got, we got 10 players more than, with, and, and they were like Slay J, all and all these guys who went to Lobstercon. They were saying first, like, okay, I can't. Which one I go? Do I come to Finland or go to Lapsagan? And and Oland is like, I'm hundred percent coming next year in the, in, in the Finland and yeah. and all, all these guys. But anyways, we had an amazing turnout. We had a great meta. We had actually a pretty competitive meta on top of it, considering that people there were a lot of first timers of old school playing in in tournament. That is. So what what's mm. the what rules set did you play? Uh, we played we played. Uh, open reprint basically, so old frame, old uh, original art and non-foil, and with CEIE allowed and Swedish banned restricted. Okay, yeah, nice. Because that's that's worked the best for in, us in Finland, and we got a lot of lot of players throughout that that as well. So mm. yeah, uh, let's go through the prices first. You asked separate about separate them. Yeah. So we have this sweet, sweet Fountain of Youth, tro- uh, or let's say Tampere by Night, <laughs> <laughs> Fountain of Youth and Troll there, uh, the set Troll going on in the fountain. Have it... But who made the painting? It's an original yeah, it's, painting. But it's Yuhis. 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 Starting to be an artist as well, like a painter. So he he's mm. done. He did it, and we he scanned the art, and we got to make playmats out of it, and everything. He we got it like friendly price price on the art, and so on. And it was yeah. And I gotta mention, you don't see in the picture probably, but the Cetral has the corpse paint, top hat, and I think I remember him having a glass of whiskey and smoking a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what's yeah. his name on Discord? I'm, I'm blanking on Yuhis. J-U-H-I-S. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure if he's in the pre-modern Discord okay. or old school Discord at all, no. but yeah. Okay. But yeah, he's a pretty known guy in, in Finnish magic scene anyways. 
He made the top eight as well because there were a couple of drops. Like Micha went 5-0, but he was too tired to play and he decided that, okay, I'll play so much old cool and then I give chances to other people. And and then then one of the... Uh, First dream crushing them in the yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's yeah. stop there. Let's stop there because this I know this from the inside, both from Berlin and from Micha. Like uh, Finland uh, destroyed them. As, yeah. as Finland does. <laughs> Same happened to us last year. Yeah. Like, um, uh, Saturday brought absinthe and, and Passis. Uh, early, earlier in this episode, you, you mentioned that Passi makes great drinks and home brews, yeah. whatever. Yeah, um, he doesn't. And uh, you get the worst hangover <laughs> of your life, basically. So it destroyed both Berlin and Mitch. Mitch yeah. actually had to drop from 5 0. So, yeah, that happened. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he actually. Originally, he had actually a train going to Helsinki for the airport hotel with Valeria to yeah. leave, leave on flights in early morning on Monday. So that was one of the reasons to, that yeah. he yeah. probably didn't have enough time to play the <laughs> play the top eight through. But yeah, yeah. he he was pretty destroyed destroyed by the by the night. The the mead of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and uh, so the top eight was pretty sorry with. Blue, white, skies, triple S, whatever you call the, his probably skies is the was correct. He plays the most players, and I I went to the, being on the second place with the blue, blue, black, red or blue, red, black, uh, tri- troll disco, oh, nice. tris disco in there, and then we had on team in mono bit dream, mono black dreams, uh, the winner Valtteri in goblins, mono red goblins, unpowered totally. And then we had one DFB Green, uh, Stefan with uh, rug, rug Stompy. I called it Rug on a Rug Man. because he plays on the cool rug. Yeah, yeah. That. And then we had Marty on another one of Black Dreams player, but he had a situation that he actually didn't think that he would go to top eight. So, so he actually had to, had to drop as well for the train because he lives like outside Helsinki metropolitan area and he had to be at exit bus at exit time to get make it home for the night okay. so yeah and then but this is re- a problem yeah. with sunday tournaments yeah, basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he said the next time he's going to get that hotel yeah. but but yeah he said that in the end he didn't make the bus because finnish railways it was like 10 minutes late and the bus left oh him. it's like in sweden then oh. ah, this time yeah sadly yeah. Yeah. But anyways, then we had the Yuhis and and actually Pussy made it to top top eight after that with Tax Edge. Yeah, that's a pretty cool mm-hmm. top eight. Lots yeah. of different. Mm. Uh... Couple blue whites, couple yeah, and a lot of different different yeah. decks. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, what you would like from uh, old school, uh, I believe. And uh, the final standing is that is that the who won here? Oh, the Valtteri. Uh, is that yeah, okay? Yeah, so that's the final not, standings. Yes. Final, final standings for the for the whole tournament. Yeah, that's the final Swiss. standings for the uh, top eight. Yes. Mm. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool, I'd say. Mono yeah. black versus mono red in in the finals. That's, yeah. That's cool. yeah. Yeah. Mono red won the blue white skies, and mono black dreams won my troll disco. I played anti anti in in Swiss as well, and I lost to him because the matchup is just horrible and. And he was only my only loss today, twice. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, uh, about the prizes, quick quick mention. We got the dark booster for the last last place 
in Swiss. I love Gemma. it. I love it. Like, he opened it. That you play it out, right? You can't drop. Yeah, it yeah. Out. You have to play it out. And we we said that if you drop, you get banned from our tournaments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but no the, ideas. And you have oh, you get false banned. orders there also. Yeah, that was for the coolest deck, Lich. Okay, okay. Nice. Lich deck. So you deck. give it to the coolest deck, or do you we know? gave it gave it to the coolest deck. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, got I got. Deck. I have a signed false order uh, that <laughs> because in a tournament we had like a coin uh, moving around okay. during the Swiss, uh, and if you had the coin, like last Swiss, I don't know, round or whatever, yep. if you want, that person got into top eight. Oh. So <laughs> I got the false order <laughs> because I lost my top eight. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it, I also have a Soros path signed in a similar situation oh, okay. that I got, just got scrubbed out of. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was a pretty funny thing, actually. Yeah. And, and someone randomly getting into yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. and for the, as for the commemorate the first ever Father of Youth Open, we gave uh, the dark. Father of Youth for all top eight, who with a, like a like a plaque on it. I made it with a paint painting pens, paint pens, Posca pens, with a winner runner up top of top eight, and then some memorabilia cards, just Chronicles Fountain of Youth, with the event name and date and site site named on it, and and then we actually Villasari did a lot of like twelve cards altered alterations and stamps. And we gave them out to as a cool situation happened in the ter- during the tournament Swiss rounds like someone played Fountain of Youth or someone like Berserk and and, and all, all that kind of cool stuff cool stuff and and unlimited shatters for second place for Shattered Dreams Shattered Dreams yeah 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 and altered by me you should have Villasari. a shatter storm next year maybe maybe uh altered by me Villasari, uh valtteri who won one and and stefan and there are four different kinds of them now nice. with anti and actually I, I the abacus life counter was given to the best placing uh for old school tournament first timer after swiss who happened to be valtteri who won the entire tournament as well. I won that life counter in the Uthred Troll Cup raffle last year. Ah, right. So I wanted to give it to... Oh, and the special award we had for Tuukka Murokehu, Tuukkele, who is the stand-up old-school guy who actually made it made it happen that we have an old-school scene in Finland. Mm. And we have had this blue mana drop glass trophy for him made out. and He, he was really... Really taken on it then. Yeah, it's a lovely, lovely token mm. to get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sentiment. Yeah. Uh, Auntie told about that... it more in his his blog about it. Yeah, there. We should mention that uh, there's. Uh, you already said that we have. Uh, you you posted it in the, I guess Discord also, right? Yeah. But yeah. On, on the posted, Facebook, yeah. on the Facebook page we have it and uh, the. Old school MTG dot FI. Yes, the Finnish yeah. one. Yeah, nice. that's the that's the found. You can read about Fountain Youth Open twenty twenty three there. Yeah, uh, more uh, in depth and see some cool pictures. Yeah, the all the, and stuff like that. Yeah, the event pictures and oh, actually there's another blog post after at this blog that shows all the deck lists, uh, deck photos of the tournament. 
Hmm. Was this Giamma's first old school tournament or? Uh, could be. I, I'm not really sure. I, I don't think he didn't play at the Ufle Troll Cup. No. Okay. No. No, hmm. I, I don't take him as an old school player, so I was happy to see him. Hmm. Uh, coming last was not happy, but but it seemed attend the tournament at least. Yeah, and he he had he had amazing time. He and Valeria both were like oh, we are definitely coming coming in the future there as well. Yeah. And do are you you guys haven't decided what time of the year you're having it, or are you going to keep it in the summertime at least? Or yeah, I think we are going to. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we are going to have it around. June, I think, before the midsummer summer fests, mm. like yeah. like one or two weeks before the midsummer fest, I think. Uh, I think the Fountain mm. of Youth Open is going to stay in Tampere, and around this time of the year. But I'm not really sure about pre-modern nationals. We have some plans figured out with the other guys, the Helsinki crew. Uh, but so there might be in the future there might be like a full weekend of stuff again or we have the friday and thursday and fountain of youth on saturday and it's more old school centric maybe a like a pre-modern side event on su- sunday in the future okay. but um, we, we we don't have any you know locked plans decided yet. no one week after this saturday tomorrow we're having ivory cup so maybe we can keep that going for if people want to go and do a vacation in Europe from yeah. long abroad. They can dip into Finland and Sweden and have some fun on the way. And actually, the problem is this weekend, <laughs> there's always also the Highlander in London. Oh, yeah. there's, always, there's so many tournaments yeah, yeah. nowadays, so it's hard to fit everything in. But we need to make uh, we need to make like an organized schedule for all the all the events yeah. uh, like and people call dibs or something early on. I have no <laughs> idea how to solve it. But, yeah. Oh, um, well, so if so, some of them are pretty set, I guess, so you can. Yeah, yeah some are definitely in, in, in the old schools mm. scene. Some are like really mm. set on yeah. certain dates, and and we are ju- we just wanted to do something cool with the pre pre on the side of the pre modern event this time. I I the re- reception was so great that I I think we are going to do this like running in the future as well definitely yeah, this yeah. sounds like I a need perfect, to... perfect setup draft night i, I, I love having yeah i love having more of a weekend yeah. like the noobcon weekend yeah. right yeah and hopefully we have up a as well, bunch yeah. of stuff yeah. going yeah. yeah uh i'm trying to round things up here guys um have we missed anything Otherwise, we're, we're, we should mention we're not having a brew that to screw that uh, this uh, episode. Yeah, uh, we will be coming back to that after our summer break. We had, uh, we had a discussion. This is not like a brewish uh, conversation. It's more an event conversation. But I, I yeah. did offer Seb to, to actually take this one. And he asked ChatGPT about the brew that or screw that. But our robots Yeah, that was weird. There. No. ChatGPT wanted survival of the fittest, Goblin Lackey, Vampiric Tutor, Opposition. Well, that's pretty, that's at least a <laughs> pernicious deed. Tolarian Academy, Necro, Recurring Nightmare, Land Tax, and Counterspell. Those are the most brewy cards recording to, according to ChatGPT. Yeah, I, I asked it, what interesting cards are there to brew new decks with in the Magic format Premodern? 
And those are the interesting cards, according to ChatGPT. Cool. Sounds like some of them are banned. <laughs> but how long? <laughs> Only Martin can tell. <laughs> yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. did you bargain with the Berlin this weekend about the pre-modern ban list, or how did it go I, with that? I had a short conversation, but we didn't go really in, in depth. And I said that format is great, and there might be mm. might be some data showing that if you need to say, change something. You probably see yeah. it yourself, yeah. and yeah. and I, I think every tournament, big tournament, has shown that. It, I don't think the parfait is actually a problem. Yeah. Maybe not, but uh, the, he keeps that close to. Yeah, his and I think and, he should. Uh, yeah. The land tax is. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a big what I, troll no. There. What I mean is Berlin. He, he don't talk yeah. about it openly, and we're getting more. And yeah, more and I don't think he should. Yeah. And I don't delve into that conversation too much myself because yeah. I have to read all the stuff going on in Discord yeah. in the bannings discussion anyways and have to sometimes <laughs> say that, please, guys, be civil. You, 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 uh... you want to take a break sometime, proud of it? Yeah, we have the same problem in the Facebook group we are yeah. admin in. Uh, we have a thread there for people listening. And that was a good to... choice. There's a pin thread. Uh, Martin talked with uh, us uh, moderators yep. about let's just drop everything in the one yep. place so it's easier to keep track of it. Yep. Anywho, anyhow, uh, I loved having you on, Arka. It was Thanks great. For I loved talking it talking about, to you guys. Uh, Always do. Uh, and uh, me and Anton, we need to make uh, arrangements so we can join you next year, I guess. Yeah, I hope yeah, so. No, I no, hope no, so. No. That will probably be my only magic trip. It's perfect in time, and uh, I can't do the autumn next year at all. Uh, so yeah. keep keep them coming, Erika and Auntie and everyone who who does this amazing week. Yeah, and I hope I want to go. I want to go by boat. Yeah, yeah, we did <laughs> yeah, last year. It's amazing. Yeah, and I think if you're coming from through Sweden or from Sweden, you should all definitely come come by boat. Mm. Of course, Anton is up there in north, so you come through Vasa. Yeah. But like Seb, and you, you get a couple of few guys, a couple other guys from yeah. from southern, more in the south, and come through Turku or Helsinki. Exactly. It, it, both, exactly. both uh, Helsinki is a bit, probably a bit easier way to get to Tampere as well. So. And you get a night on a yeah. sweet ship. Yeah. That's I mean, cool. you sit a, at a hotel on a sea eating like seafood buffet and play magic yeah. and drink beer. It's like the best accommodation mm -hmm. ever for a magic trip to start mm -hmm. with. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. We did that on 2019 <laughs> when there was like 14 films coming yeah, to the that... Swedish championships. Fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Can't recommend it more. Uh... With that, uh, I, I bid you guys adieu uh, and uh, have a nice uh, evening out there. You too. You too. Bye. Bye bye, guys. On rumia ja haisee pahalta Ilta hämärissä Se ryömii kolmestaan Ja pikko pimeässä Ne äityy uppaamaan Mestään, tervetuloa mestään Mestään jää jään no. Tervetuloa mestään Tääl on ihan hyrveetä Ensin kahvit keitetään Sitten lyödään kirveellä 
on meno täällä koko lailla melko sairasta. Tanssiehtoon jälkeen heikot löytyy kairasta. Mehtään, tervetuloa mehtään! Sick.